Hello, 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 and welcome to another new episode of the This and That Podcast with Alex and Mondo. We begin episode 47, One Small Step for the Pod, One Giant Leap for You, the Listeners. Wow, that sounds really, really mystic and like I'm really smart, but we all know I'm not. Mondo, take it over. (laughs) What is up, everyone? And as always, Alex and I can't begin to tell you how thankful we are to all of you the listeners because honestly you guys just continue to blow our minds like every week it's new listeners from new countries from different states like and it just continues to keep going it's like the little train that could that's what i always it, it, it's like chugging along it just the, keep the, going. the pirate ship's getting the rudder man we're getting there steering wheel yeah i know man we get we definitely have big announcements and all, of, all all these announcements that are happening and all these things that continue to happen here with the pod folks is all because of you it's all because 100%. of because of of your downloads, your comments, your text messages to Mondo, to me, the feedback you give us, everything that's happening now, and will can hopefully continue to happen is happening because of you guys, and we cannot thank you enough. And just keep coming, keep keep riding with us. We're we're moving onwards and upwards. Um, speaking of onwards and upwards, Mondo, uh, NBA playoffs kick off. Well, they technically kicked off. They technically kicked off the playing games, which actually. I have a question. I, like. I have a question before we. I, I no, hold on. I like the playing games. I like the okay, concept. Okay. I was gonna say. I was gonna say. No, we, no, 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 no. Playing games. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happens to the stats of the playing games? What do you mean? Like they're like in limbo because they're not playoff games, but they're not regular season games. Well, to my understanding, they were playoff games. I they they don't count the stats from what I understood. That's what I heard earlier this week mm-hmm. on the radio. Then they stay in limbo, I guess. <laughs> like this is like the purgatory of stats. Like Jason Tatum's fifty just floats out there in the galaxy. Somewhere. Oh, <laughs> like, like you know what I'm saying? That fifty he dropped in the, in the, the fifty piece just, last last year that he dropped. Like, like is that, that just floating out there? Like, what's going on there? Yeah, all the, all those stats just don't exist. Just like Miles Bridges now has one mouthpiece thrown at, thrown at a human being after his game. <laughs> yeah, but but like what? That's what I'm saying. Though. They're they're not playoff games. They're playing in games, so they're technically a different thing. Yeah, it, it's almost like the NCAA tournament. Like it's. Part of the tournament, but you don't have to pick it. But not really. So it's not part not of it. Really. Yeah, exactly. Um, but that being said, Mondo, I mean, number one seed in the East, we all know who that is. That's right. Can you feel the heat down in your... Okay, I'm going to stop singing. I can't. Yeah. Man, Let me tell you, I was... good. So. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, no comment. My singing ain't much better, but... Well, unless you ask Landon. Landon loves my singing. But. Yeah, but you're, you're, you're dad. For him, you're dad. Yeah, exactly. Your could be horrible, it's, it's, but for well, him, for it's now. For now, he's five. It's <laughs> five. Until he gets a little addiction. He'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. <laughs> um, give him time. Um, I'm, I, was for one, was very happy on Tuesday when Brooklyn won and went to seven seed. Thank God. I Not that I don't think that he can beat Brooklyn. Don't get me wrong. I think they can. i just rather not. I'd rather not. Yeah, you know I'd what I'm saying. I'd rather. I'd rather not deal with that Durant and Kyrie nonsense. Like, no, that and, Kyrie and, can play everywhere. <laughs> no, that Kyrie can play everywhere. Ben Simmons can possibly play ten to 15, 15 to twenty minutes, which I think, if he does, is huge because, like we discussed when the trade happened, they don't need him to shoot. No. They need him to pass Look, and play put defense. Put your big ass in the post. <laughs> they need him to pass and play defense. That's it, and that's his game. So, like, if he if they can get 15, 20 minutes of him being effective, like, I think that will be very, very huge. Now, again, very happy they're the seventh seed because I believe they play Boston now, which 
that's a spicy meatball that, there. That, that's a good one. That's a spicy meatball there. That's <laughs> that one is a spicy one, man. Um, and then they have they probably have to go through Milwaukee next. So, bro, that that that's which, a team which, I don't want to face. That's <laughs> if I'm being 100 honest. I'd rather face them than Brooklyn. Oh yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm like, like if you're telling me to pick my poison, I'm telling you, I, I play Milwaukee over Brooklyn, like ten out of ten. Like Kevin Durant and Kyrie, like that's that's a very that's scary hours, man. And when they're rolling, it's scary hours. You know, like rather have someone else deal with them than us. They're two. They're just. It's like two different teams, though. Like what scares me more about Brooklyn is obviously the scoring. What scares me more about Milwaukee is the defense, obviously. So it's so it's two different monsters in that sense. But I think what the Heat did, like everybody was like, oh, just try to set it up so that you. You get the best route possible. I think just by getting that first seed, like it gave them honestly the ability to not have to play all three of the top teams. Yeah, you you saved yourself some like part of the bracket, right? Like you're on the you're on. Yeah, we would basically you're have to on... play Philly and then have to play either Brooklyn, Boston, or Milwaukee. Or Chicago. Well, right now or we're Chicago still waiting. We're still waiting for the eight seed. Yeah, yeah, it's either I mean, it's either going to be Atlanta or Cleveland. Right. I mean, so. Either way, I don't. Heat in five is my honest opinion on on both of those teams. <laughs> <Heat> <laughs> not, not to go not to go with the joke, like, but I honestly think Heat in, against both those teams. I don't know. I think it's playoff but, uh, time. Trey, it's Trey, I, it's look, different. Uh, Trey Young has proven to be quite a different monster in the playoffs, so I will not doubt that man in making the no, series go six. Like, I just like it goes six or even seven because he's that. That good. I don't know. know. I, I mean, he's that like, good. But but again, they were playing the Knicks in that in that, that that series, and then obviously bro, they they made that run. But this, he not know. bro. He balled out against Philly. Like let's like That's come fair. on, dude. He balled out on Philly. That's true. You know, and, I forgot that. And he gave and he, and they gave Milwaukee a run for their money, and he was hurt. That's true. So like, no, I I like Trey Young a lot, man. And and in the playoffs, he's proving to be. A different beast, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah that's true. That being said, the fa- I, it's hard for me, as much as I want to be a Heat homer, to not look at Milwaukee and go, "Oh God, here they come!" Like, yeah, like that's, that's true. It's 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 inevitable, and I honestly believe, like my honest opinion, and this is not being me being a Heat homer. I honestly think it's going to be Milwaukee, and Miami. In the Eastern Conference Finals, yeah, and that, that I think, and that series is legitimate. And that's going awesome. seven. That's, that's going, going seven, and that's awesome. Well, yeah, I don't think I don't think you're going to get the sweep that happened last year. No, absolutely um, not. I think it's a different. It's a completely I think, different I, monster. I don't think. I think part of it is the fact that the team had a regular off season for the most part. Yeah, we talked about that. How the we short talk- off season, everybody talked about the Lakers. But didn't talk about the heat and, and, and the everybody this year. But we're not and, and look at and look at this year and exactly look at this season. How, how are the Lakers doing in the playoffs? Oh, well, that's right. Oh, they're doing what I'm doing. Um, so <laughs> sitting on a chair. so like like and I saw this tweet. So who's the real bubble frauds? You know what I'm saying? Like like right. nobody talked about the Lakers being bubble frauds, but everybody. Oh, Tyler Hero's a bubble fraud. Duncan Robinson. Well, he may have been, but Duncan <laughs> Robinson. Even though it's twenty twenty. But but hold on, hold on. How much? That, how much is that? Is that Duncan Robinson's a one trick pony? And then you know, and Struce, they run off the line. Yeah, Struce and all these guys have more to their game than Duncan. Like it's it's nothing against Duncan. He's still one of the most accurate three point shooters. But 
he's kind of a one trick pony. Uh, yeah, he's not. He's not going to slice and dice you down through the middle. And he's not, and up. he's not like the greatest defender in the world. They would. I mean, it's known that teams would attack him specifically. Yeah. So it's it's. You know, I, it sucks because I like Duncan. I like Duncan a lot. I love his story, how he just fought and fought and got to Michigan and, and fought his way into the NBA. Like, everything about Duncan, like, there's nothing not to love about the guy. Um, but, it, unfortunately, like, this this rotation works, man. I like it. I like this starting five. And who's the odd man out? Like, Because I'm looking at it, You know, they always say, like, you break it down to, like, eight guys, nine guys for the playoffs. And it's, oh, it's, and it's, it's looking man. like it's... It's nine man. I think I saw. I saw it. It was um, off the bench. I can tell you, it was Gabe, Tyler, Deadman, um, Deadman and who Caleb else? Martin. Caleb who? Martin. No, it wasn't Martin. It was, I saw it online. It Duncan. It's Duncan. 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 It's yeah, Duncan. I forgot. That. No, no we, for, we forgot that Duncan. Got yeah, because Struess is starting now, Struce which works starting. out because Struess, in my opinion. Plays a little bit better defense than Duncan, and I feel like he does he go, he does better cutting towards the basket. Struce has just a more athletic game. Like yeah. again, it's not it's not a it's not it's anything. not a shot at Duncan. I mean, it's just a different. I'm game. really not taking a shot at Duncan. I, I I know it sounds that way, but it like it's just the way it is. You know, Struce seems to have a little bit more athleticism to his game than Dunk has. Um, however, out of the West, I don't see how anybody beats Phoenix. I really don't. I'm sorry. Unless you, you, Golden you don't State, think, I was going to say, unless you don't think healthy Golden State. Yeah, but Steph Curry hasn't played in how long? Like that's. That, I mean, I know. I'm, I know we're talking about Steph Curry, but even before he got hurt, he was in a shooting slump. You know what I'm saying? So now you're expecting him to come back and, and come back full board. Like it's. I think that's going to be that's going to be tough. I wouldn't be. Now, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't be shocked if it happens. <laughs> but. I don't see it happening. Like I, uh, honestly, at the end of the day, and I heard this comparison said, and I think it's actually a very, very apt comparison. I don't think anybody's going to be Phoenix. I mean, you think Phoenix is, and that Lisa next year, you think Phoenix is going to run through everyone, or you think there's going to be any close series? I mean, they may have close series. They may have close series, but I think at the end of the day, Phoenix is Phoenix is San Antonio from a couple of years ago with Duncan. Phoenix Duncan, when, when when Ray Lewis when Ray Allen knocked that three that oh, they were they, they, <laughs> um when Ray Allen was supposed when knocked that three and, and extended it to seven and then they lost in game seven that's yeah oh, you're saying that, you, that, that they're that, they're that team they're that team afterward you know what I'm saying because I I truly believe they're still pissed off they blew a two zero lead a hundred percent you they have to be they have to be so they and, and they look they look a di- they look a different team. They do. All around too. Like, I All feel like around. everyone's gotten better on that team. Everybody and everybody's and they're focused, man. Like you could see it. You could see that they they know what the end game is here. Like they remind me of that Spurs team that like, yo, we're pissed and nothing's gonna stop us. Nothing's gonna stand in our way of of, of winning the championship this year. You saw it in the sixty three games they won. They were what, six weeks of our Chris Paul? I thought they were gonna struggle. Yeah. I honestly thought, like, okay, here, let's see what let's see what what Booker can really do, and all these guys can do now that Chris Paul is going to be out for an extended time. Because last season he wasn't really hurt. No, yeah, which, he most for of Chris, the time. which for Chris Paul is an oddity these days. So yeah. <laughs> when they came out at the All Star break that he was going to be out, I think it was six to eight weeks at the time. I was like, okay, now we're going to see what Phoenix is about. Right. And bro, credit to him. Credit to him. You don't win sixty three games if you're not consistent. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, and, and that's the thing. And it's it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening, not just in the Western Conference and Eastern Conference, but in the championship. Because, I mean, let, let's just get right into it. Like, who do you have in the championship? NBA championship, gun to your head, like they always say. Phoenix. Phoenix, Phoenix, Phoenix against Phoenix. Who? Like I said, like I said, and, and and for all the reasons I stated previously, for all those reasons, and it it's going to cement Chris Paul's legacy as well. It should, um, and DeAndre Ayton's going to get paid. That's the next one. How about that? Give give you my stew gods. How about that? How about that? How about that? DeAndre Ayton is going to get paid. Well, I mean, yeah, he's he's the one that's due on that team, man. If 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 he if Phoenix doesn't give it to him, someone's gonna oh, give somebody's it. somebody's gonna pay him. Somebody's gonna pay that big man money. But but I'm afraid he's um a DeAndre Jordan syndrome. Like yo, I look I look really really good because I'm playing to Chris Paul and Chris Paul's putting me in the right spot. Chris, Chris, Paul's, Chris Paul, Chris, Chris Paul setting me up and and Chris Paul, you know what I'm saying? Like Chris Paul has the ability to. He's he's uh like Aaron Rodgers in that way. Like Chris Paul can get you paid. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like, like Chris, Chris Paul gets you money. Chris Paul can get you paid because he's gonna make you look good. He's one of the few. He's one of the last true point guards, man. So that's true. like, Chris Paul is gonna get you paid. Like that. I, that's one of those things. A good point guard will make you look good. You know. That's very true. So yeah, no Phoenix, man. That's that's the pick. I don't know <laughs> how many games I'm not gonna be Mister Phoenix in four. Who I, I, didn't he like get his own shirt and make his own NFT off that? Like who? Uh, um. Phoenix and Four guy. Oh, the Phoenix um, and Four. <laughs> like that's that's but that's his legacy. I forgot now, about man. the Phoenix and Four guy. But hey, he made hey, he cashed in just like that um, cheerleader for the NCAA tournament. Um, oh, <laughs> she had her own shirt. I saw she sent an nil deal right after she got the bas- basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she had like her own shirt online. Oh, I didn't but, know that. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, as we go down tangents. Um, that being said, it's time for the OG segment. On the podcast, we're doing a little early uh, this <laughs> this week, and and you'll soon find out why. Um, but the OG segment, of course, is that's ridiculous, but so is this. And as always, just because that's the way we do it here at this and that, I will be going first because why the hell not? So just starting it off, hungry Javelina gets stuck in car and goes for ride in Arizona. For the record. A, I got you because I read Javelina as well. I'm like, what in the bloody hell is a Javelina? Javelina. <laughs> I thought it was something weird like that. No, no. I'm, I'm showing Alex a picture so he'll see it. It's kind of like a, almost like a warthog type thing. It looks like a pig. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's like a big pig. Okay. So pretty much what happened is that somebody left their car open, like the hatchback of it, left it open. And the pig just absolutely started just destroying the car and somehow put that shit into neutral. And then she rolled out of the driveway and ended up in the freaking neighbor's lawn. And everybody's like, what the hell just happened? They look and there's a massive pig inside the thing just tearing up the freaking dashboard. Wow. And and you want to know what, what the freaking Javelina jumped in, in to get? Please tell me it was like bacon. Like he was eating his own kind. No, no. <laughs> that would have been better. A bag of Cheetos. Fucking Cheetos, man. <laughs> All of that for a bag All of Cheetos. All that for a bag of fucking Cheetos. Like, oh, that Cheetos. And as far as I'm concerned, on the scale of potato chips and, like, things that you get out of bags, Cheetos is really towards the bottom of that fucking list. Oh, I love fucking Cheetos. Oh, I fucking hate them, man. You get the fuck. The cheese is on you for fucking days, man. <laughs> days. You're going to wash your hands, like, right after. Even you if you do thing. wash your hands afterwards, it's on you for days. You find that shit, like, in the grooves of your fingerprints. 
<laughs> like, oh, like you fucking go commit a crime. Oh, this man ate Cheetos Cheeto seven days ago. Years ago. <laughs> seven days ago. We got this. He left a fingerprint. Like, come on. With the Cheeto. The Cheeto was in the fingerprint. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's that's not bad. Um, mine, mine poses a little bit of a question oh, and answers it in, in the process. Now, admittedly, I don't think my story is very good, but it is, in fact, ridiculous. Um... Fact or fiction, Sarah Palin running against Santa Claus for congressional seat. In Alaska, right? I'm going to go with that's a fact. Fuck yeah, that's a fact. <laughs> I want to bring it up. In Alaska, in Alaska, she's definitely running against Santa Claus. So so I'm going to give some background to the story because I, I know that... I, I don't know the town where the Santa Claus is from because I've never been to Alaska, but I know of the town because I, I as you know, Mondo, I have the uh, Nordic Track uh, bike, oh, like the Peloton yes, yes, yes. bike. Well, they have a Christmas series that goes through the town of North Pole, Alaska. Yes, there is a town in Alaska. Right. I actually did hear about called North Pole, Alaska. North Pole. And of course, that's where Santa. He legally changed his name. That is his legal name. Is his legal Santa name Claus. is actually Santa no? His legal name is Santa Claus because the, the gentleman looks like Santa Claus. Dude, that's um, that's literally the guy from the movie. No, <laughs> that's, that's Tim. No, that's no, I, no, I, I <laughs> no, that's 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 Santa Claus. <laughs> literally, that's Santa Claus. Um, so Sarah Palin got a lot of media attention last week when she announced her candidacy for Alaska's congressional seat. She joins the field of fifty other candidates. Which includes Santa Claus. So Santa Claus was already in the race. So so it's not like Santa Claus joined after Sarah Palin. No, 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 no. Like Santa nobody noticed first. nobody noticed that Santa Claus was there until Sarah Palin. At least that's not right, because that's like the that's probably the Sarah Palin is probably the biggest name that's running for that seat at the moment. So they're like, Oh, Sarah Palin's running. Who the else who else is running? Oh I'm Santa not gonna Claus. lie, I'm not gonna lie, his political leaning does sound like someone like what Santa Claus's political leaning would be. Hold on, listen to this. Santa Claus, which is his legal name is a two-term councilman and current mayor pro tempore of the city of North Pole, Alaska. So Makes naturally, sense. Santa Claus is the mayor, the mayor of the North, North Pole, Pole, Alaska. As, as well, he should be. Now tell me if this is not Santa Claus is like, if you were to hear his political beliefs, like tell me this isn't like it to a T. He described himself as a democratic socialist in the mold of Bernie Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me that that's Santa's not fucking Bernie. perfect. Santa's Santa's Bernie. Bernie. Like, it's like, like, but think about it, like Bernie's like all about that. <laughs> like oh it really makes god. sense that Santa Claus would try and be like fuck, like it's political, like Bernie. Oh my god, what the hell? What is <laughs> happening? <laughs> oh, but hold on a second. Now this guy's actually, as per usual, I start reading and find out things, right? Oh, what prior? Prior to changing his name from Thomas O'Connor, Claus held a number of jobs, including special assistant to the deputy police commissioner of New York. Okay. Like, that's 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 how the article ends. Like, I don't know how you can fucking end an article. Oh, that was like it. That. That's, that's how it ends. <laughs> that's the ending. Like, there's deuces, no more. Like, we're out. Deuces, peace. That's, that's all you get in the story. If you want more on Santa Claus, go to the North Pole. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know who would fucking win that. I mean, it is pretty ridiculous that uh, Santa Claus 
and Santa Claus is a Bernie Sanders fan, I which I think is, I, I think I it like, just blows my mind. Like that, that's though, what gets me. It's like, <laughs> but it fits. It, it does fits to a T. Like when you think about what Santa Claus does, like he gets toys, doesn't charge it, and and gives it to him for free. <laughs> No, I'm not saying that's what Bernie does, but that's there's right, a lot right. of that. There's a lot of that in Bernie's agenda. Yeah, it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It lines up. <laughs> it lines up. Like there's no argument for me. Like, oh yeah, well, you know, it's one of those that you hear Santa Claus is a Bernie fan. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That makes checks sense. Out. It checks out. Um, but now it's it's time for the title. Reason why we're titling the episode we are our newest segment, and that's of course you, me, and Golasso. And this week is a happy week because, ladies and gents, we took down the Rowdies 1-0. But before we move on, we have to check in with our on-site reporter that we had at the game this week. That would be me, everyone. Um, <laughs> that is game me. Was in ta- game was in Tampa, so uh, guess who made it? Uh, let me tell you, first of all, thank you to the Tampa Bay Rowdies for letting me get a pass and, and Miami FC for uh, helping out in the process for of real, that. So you really appreciate uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Um, it. I like their stadium. I like their setup. It's right on the water, man. It's kind of nice. I'm not going to lie to you. That's nice. Um, and the atmosphere was great. So I'll give, I said that, I tweeted that out uh, during the game. Uh, shout out to the Rowdy fans, man. It was it was a surprisingly cold night. Um, I was actually wearing a hoodie the most of the night because it got way too cold over there. <laughs> um, but it was a good, it was a good crowd, man. It was a good Saturday night crowd. Um, I would say all of them left unhappy, with the exception of probably myself and inter- and Miami FC, um, <laughs> because <funny. laughs> I did not see any Miami FC fans that uh, were at the game. Not not knocking them. I'm just saying I didn't see anybody there at Outlang. So if you guys were there, please tell me. Um, but uh, it was a great. I thought it was a great game. I really thought. Miami FC played a fantastic game. Um, they seem to have the better chances for most of the game. Right. Um, the end of the first half, the Rowdies kind of turned it up, and then once once Miami scored, <laughs> it was um, they 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 started coming in like they came in f- rough and fierce. Like they made their they made all five subs. Like they were coming aggressive. Their subs were trying to make instant impacts. Like right. it was, it was a, a a they definitely hung on there at the end and and pulled it out, man. Um, you know, it's a historic win for the club, first one in in franchise history in Tampa. Um, so that's a huge deal for, as far as I'm concerned. Finally, able to take the full three points um, there at Al Lang Stadium. I like saying the name um, Al Lang. And, you know, and shout out to uh, goalkeeper Connor Sparrow, who recorded his 20th career shutout in the USL. Hell yeah. And more so, um, was actually named to the bench on the team of the week this week for the USL championship. So congratulations, Connor, on the um, accomplishment. And speaking of moving on up in the world, Mondo. (laughs) And that, moving on up is what Miami FC was doing this week. Because we've talked about how they keep dropping down, even though they get a tie and all that. But they shot up this week in the power rankings, Alex. Yeah, they're they're actually in the top 10 now. They went, uh, they're the highest riser of the week. Because, I mean, w- winning a game at the two-time defending Eastern Conference champions at their place, a, a rivalry game like that, 
it's going to make people pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to make people notice. Now, I don't know if it really deserved the Rowdies dropping like eight spots to 12. Um, I feel like that. I feel like that may be a little excessive because at the end of the game, the end of the day, like the Rowdies had chances. Like, it wasn't like Miami FC just had the perfect game plan. They executed it. You know what I'm saying? Um, but the Rowdies definitely had had chances and and like I said, very, very happy that Miami FC was able to pull it out, you know. Um but they're down at twelve, but Miami FC up six spots to nine in the top ten. Hopefully they keep it keep it rolling this week. They got a home game at Ricardo Silva next two games, Mondo. Um one against Hartford in the USO championship, and then there's a it's game against this game. team called uh, in the U.S. Open Cup called, I think it's called Inter-Miami. I don't know if you heard of them. Yeah, I think I think I may have heard of them. And I mean, look, I'm not saying I'm looking past Hartford because obviously you can't look past any team in the league. You get me? You got to go one game at a time. Like, obviously, I sound like a coach now. Not a player. You got, but there's something about that Inter-Miami game, man. It's, look, man, they, they, we're it's fans. sitting there. We're, we it's can, sitting we, we're there. Still, we're still kind of fans. So we can kind of look at me. And, and I mean, how can you not? It's like, like I hope the the guys, are, you know, and and we'll touch on this a little bit more, I guess, coming up. Um, I'm sure the guys will. They're focused on on Hartford. They're focused on the task at hand, mm-hmm. um, getting the three points, building on last week's. Because you know what? At the end of the day, if they don't get the three points or if they don't perform and get a result against Hartford, last week's game against Tampa's for nothing. It's for nothing, exactly. That win was so for nothing. Th- that win is for nothing. That's a huge win that can catapult us this season. Um, we are in a playoff spot. I saw where I think we're up to six in the Eastern Conference now on the back of that win. So I know it's early to be talking playoff spots, but it's never really too early to be talking. It's never too early, man. We talk playoff spots at the beginning of the season. Talk playoffs all the time. So, you know, they definitely need the, the and I'm sure they will, uh, focus on Hartford before the Inter Miami match on Tuesday at Ricardo Silva. I, man, that place is gonna be bumping. I wish I could be there, man. I feel like that's it, it bums me out. I can't. I I got obviously. Yeah, I mean you, you got better things. Yeah, you got. I mean, graduating. So. Yeah, congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, but we're fa- we're we're cheering we're cheering for you guys, man. Because we'll be watching. Uh, we'll 100%. be watching. I know I'll be tweeting. I'll be watching on TV. Uh, probably annoying Morgan the entire time. Um, <laughs> But you know, such is life. Um, but and this is this is the real, real big, big thing. Um, so we've been able, as you saw, we were able to get media passes, and beginning this week, we are able to interview players from Miami FC. Um, this week, we were lucky enough to interview Pierre da Silva, who actually scored the game-winning goal against the Rowdies on Saturday. Um, we unfortunately had technical difficulties because. Even though this is episode 47, this was our first like true interview. So we kind of don't know what we're doing, but we're figuring it out as we go. <laughs> so, Pierre, we apologize for you that. We apologize um, for that. But, however, after kind of messing around and continuing to go, I was able to save his answers. His answers are actually perfect. They're amazing. Um, it's, he was great. So, so, you know, which then just this actually fits more and more with this and that on brand. Because the screw up is us. Um, yeah, yeah, it's nobody else's fault but us. It's nobody else's fault but us. Like it's legitimately our fault. Um, but we were able to save um, the question. We were able to ask him a couple questions, and the first question that we asked him was how he liked playing uh, professional soccer in Miami. Um, I, I mean, I love 
I love the fans. I love everything about Miami. I mean, I feel that I'm at home. I came from Latin background, so it feels it makes me feel at home. After he gave us that answer, we asked him what he saw on the goal against the Rowdies and exactly how that came to happen with him getting the rebound. Once, well, once I saw Josh come inside with the ball, I think he took two guys in and took his shot. Once he took his shot, I was like, or this is going in as a goal, or it might come back to me, or it might hit the post, you know? So I was like, I'm just going to follow up, and I just saw it there, and I tapped it in. We then asked him how team morale had been after back-to-back wins, first against Miami United in the Open Cup, and then against the Tampa Bay Rowdies at Outland Stadium. I mean, everything has been good. I mean, we... We take everything game game by by game, day by day. So now we got the important three points in Tampa. We got we we beat Miami United. Now we have a a good game coming up. So we just have to take everything day by day, game by game. We followed that up by asking him his thoughts on Miami FC's next opponent in the USL Championship, Hartford Athletic. Um, they they have a good uh athletic front 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 three actually, so they can make do the, some damage there. But I, we we already know it's gonna be a tough game. I mean, we have a busy two weeks coming up, so we we just have to be ready for it. And the last question we asked him was what he thought going into the Inter Miami game that's going on on Tuesday. Oh, it's 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 a it's a it's a rivalry game, you know. So playing playing as my into Miami is going to be a, a rivalry game, just like as as the Tampa game, or even bigger, you know. So it's going to be a good game. And those were the questions we were able to ask him. We were able to play a game of this or that with him, um, which was actually a lot, a lot of fun. Um, we're not going to give away, we're not going to give away any of the questions we ask because now we can actually use them again. Um, but yeah, unfortunately that audio was completely unsavable. There was no way we were going to be able to use that in any way that you guys were going to be able to listen to it. So once again, we apologize for that, but we will be continuing to play that game with our upcoming interviews because we should be. The plan is to have a player for you guys every week, hopefully. So hopefully we can make that happen for you guys. Um, thank you so much to Pierre Da Silva for joining us on This and That this week and everybody at Miami FC for making that interview possible for our fans. Honestly, we are eternally grateful. I know I, I, I can say for Alex as well, we are eternally grateful to Miami FC for everything they've given us in the past, feels like month and a half, but Something that we got coming up in about a month and a half, maybe a little bit less, is some more Marvel stuff. And that's starting off with Multiverse of Madness, which honestly has me going mad at this point. Because every every I feel like every day they're putting like a teaser or, or like something online with a different thing or something new that you hadn't seen before. Or a new view or a new angle or a new something. Yeah, or something like different that you haven't seen before, you know, like it's. It's nuts at this point what they're doing, man. Like, it, there's so much going on. Um, and I feel like it's still not giving out, and they're probably still not even giving out that much. Like, it's probably like the least, like what they're showing is because it's the least of what they have in that movie. You remember all the time that they do this, they usually, it's like the first 10 minutes of the movie, you see all the things that you see in it. Exactly. And they're like, all right, buckle up, here we go. Um, so it's, I mean, I think there's so many implications in this movie. 
and it goes to a topic that we actually want to discuss um, here. I think this movie not being released yet is the reason why there's no Thor trailers yet. Because I think Thor comes out in a, in a month and a half. Yeah, like it comes six out to eight weeks. It comes June. out six to eight. They are. I know. I saw something that they're like less than ninety days away, and there's still no trailer or a teaser July, or anything. July July eighth. So we're exactly. yeah we're we're less than less than three months. So definitely sure. less than ninety days. <laughs> which is um, which is nuts. Which that, that when we, we think about that. movies these days, like that's nuts that you haven't mm. heard anything yet as far as or seen anything. Um, I think Chris Hemsworth posted a picture of them starting to do promos, and it was like a white background, like there was nothing behind them. Oh, I like, love it. I just and it and it's crazy because I mean, we always say like Marvel just knows how to do it, and I mean it's it's amazing to me. I was telling Alex before we logged in that the fact that they're able to get so much like want and like excitement for a movie without even showing you a still. From the set, like, and thing. nothing's been leaked, which is crazy to me. Like you yeah, know, for, a lot of the time, like, see stuff gets right? leaked, but nothing. Like even with with Spider Man, like we had obviously pictures and stuff from thing was yeah, you haven't stuff. really seen. I feel like you haven't really seen not even Christian Bale because he's he's the big bad in this one. Um, yeah, Gore the God Butcher, like Gore the God Butcher. Yeah, I the, mean, so it's I. But my personal theory, and I know I discussed this with you mm-hmm. earlier. And I, I really think this holds water, and I, I really think this is the, this is probably the principal reason why we don't have any trailers yet. As is, as has been confirmed, and everybody knows, this is not me breaking news by any means of the imagination. Natalie Portman is back, and she's going to be Lady Thor. Like she's going to have the hammer. Yeah, she's listed as Lady Thor, so we're not Lady spoiling Thor. anything. We're not spoiling Lady anything. I think she's from the multiverse. So they can't explain how she has it or show anything in the trailer if she's such an important character because then you're going to have to eventually ruin or spoil Doctor Strange. Right, because then she would be, then she part she of might the possibly be part of that. Part of that. Like, that's how she came to be in this multiverse. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think that I think that single-handedly is the reason why because you can't – Look, they wouldn't have brought her back for a small part. You know what I'm saying? Like she's she is all yeah, over. They're, they're, <laughs> she is all over that trailer. She is all over that trailer. I'm yeah. telling you, it's there. It's it's it's, it's sitting there. It's sitting deep, on uh, deep in the walls. Deep in the walls of of Marvel's uh, database. It's there. It's it's probably waiting for the movie for Multiverse of Madness to come out. And or it's, it's probably an bingo, just like they did with Multiverse of Madness. That's true. They put it after. Um, they put it after because they couldn't. They couldn't because they had the Spider-Man movie had to come out to explain. In where, order to explain what was going on. So I, we may be entering now that we talk about this, like that, that we put thought out the loud. Multiverse, like it's literally. No, happy. it's not even that. We could be entering an era of Marvel where we don't get trailers anymore until the movie comes out, because that's how linked the movies are. Like that's what I'm getting at. Like right. we the may not. The connection is so we, large that if the connection is so large they cannot show the trailer for the next Marvel movie until the next the current Marvel movie is out. Like right. think about it. Spider-Man was out, then you got the Multiverse of Madness trailer. That's true. It's happening again because I'm telling you right now, Thor trailer is going to probably be after Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that's true. Because the thing is, yeah, you're right. It's they, if they give you the trailer, then it's it spoils what like like if they would have shown us the Multiverse of Madness trailer before Spider-Man. 
then everybody would have been like, he did okay, something during Spider-Man. Something. He had a very exactly. big role in Spider-Man. The way they did it, you knew he was involved, but you didn't know to the extent. You you know what I'm saying? Like, so. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, fuck, Marvel still to this day, like, we talk about it all the time, how much we love Marvel. But they still, they keep changing the game and they, and they stay on top of it. It's crazy. Like, I'm so excited for this movie and you haven't seen anything. It's still nuts to me. Well, that's because I think Thor is like a lot of people's favorite character. The I fact love that Chris you, Hemsworth role. <laughs> like, there's that. There's the fact that you have the Guardians confirmed in right. the movie. Obviously, you know, so Chris Pratt and, and all those guys um, makes it easier to watch as well because it's very, you know, I love the Guardians. I, and I love I love Taika Waititi. Like I, I've, He's so good. I've come to really appreciate like really a lot of his movies. I haven't seen his HBO Max show, Our Flag Either Means I. Death. I've heard it's hilarious. I've heard it's really really funny. Um, it has the guy from Flight of the Concords, mm-hmm. uh, Reese Darby, like the guy who was the manager, Murray. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's I I, I want to watch it. I'm a big fan of him. And I'm a big fan of Korg. Um, Korg, Korg, I, Korg needs to have his own spinoff. Like, he needs to have his own movie. Like, just give him a YouTube series. Like, he doesn't even have that. That's true. Legitimate. I'll, yeah, I'll tune in every week for a YouTube I'll, I'll like watch YouTube every segment. YouTube video with that guy in it. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but, yeah, that being said, like, like that is that is nuts. Um, Thor, I really want to know what happens. Um, but we're going to have to wait, I guess, another three weeks. I know tickets are on sale for Multiverse of Madness. This is not a Marvel ad. It's just me. Giving you general, you public, know it's general public information because I'm a I'm a good guy like that sometimes. Um, but that being said, Mondo, have you been able to watch Moon Knight yet? As is with any time that we talk about, if I've been able to watch something, no, <laughs> because I feel I, and I feel bad because Alex is always like super excited. He's like, "Hey, have you watched it yet?" I'm like, "No, my bad." That's <laughs> nah, all good. I mean, you watched Loki on time. We were actually doing that one on time, um, but. Man, man, Moon Knight is good. It's dark. That's, that's what I've heard. I've heard that it's good. It's dark. And if you and if you're not going into it thinking it's dark, you're going to be sorely mistaken. Yeah, it's definitely, it's definitely, it's definitely on the darker side of things. Um, mm. But it's really well done, man. It's really well done. And and, and it, if you like, e- like Egypt and and like, there's a lot of like historical references. As Marvel is one to do, that's that's really really cool. Um, I actually made a joke relating to Moon Knight the other day, um, but I don't know if anybody's going to really if people who people who watch has watched Moon Knight will understand this reference. So I'm just going to say it. So I've bought a couple of as Mondo knows, and, and he's watching today as I'm recording from the new studio. Um, we moved recently, and so we had to buy some furniture, and we bought it on Wayfair. Have you ever you you obviously haven't bought with furniture yet? Not yet. Um, we're looking. We're looking. Wayfair, look. Wayfair is great. Wayfair is great. But they they send things and their instructions are only images, so it's literally like reading Egyptian hieroglyphics. Like I need to be like I need to be Stephen Grant and be have a master's like just know Egyptian hieroglyphics because that's what it takes to build this shit. Yeah, you, like you, you see pictures and you're like, but this doesn't fit here. So no no so I'm, I no I it's not even that. Like I'm analyzing pictures like I'm fucking Picasso. Like like <laughs> hmm, like what does the, what does the artist mean? With what is picture? he? Tra- how is he trying to? What speak is he to trying me? to express to me? Like let me tell you. Like the like I built a bed frame for my uh, guest room. So that I came from Wayfair, 
And like the first step, I was staring at it for a good 10 minutes. Like, what? <laughs> just holding the paper in the air, just what? Like, I'm up. just staring at it. I'm looking at it, like, what is it talking about? And then, and then, and then I look and I'm like, oh, oh, there. Like, like it took me a minute. You know what I'm saying? Right. So that's, yeah. It's good because the price is good and it's free shipping. And it's usually pretty quick if you get something. Like, we, we ordered three pieces of furniture and it's the last piece is getting to us on Monday. Like, and we already got two of them. Oh, so right, that part right. is good. Um, but yeah, be be prepared to build everything like a freaking IKEA. Um, but at least yeah, at least the IKEA instructions, I feel like, are much more efficient. I mean, the Swedes Swedes know what they're up to. Um, but also, speaking of Marvel, you know what I'm finally watching, man? I'm finally watching What If. I know I keep saying man, I need to get to, to it. Welcome to the club, man. That's some good stuff. I finally made it. I fi- I finally like I'm like I need to watch this. Um, bro, it's amazing. I'm I'm five episodes in, so I just saw the zombie episode, which was. <sighs> Wow, that's so. Um, good. It may not be my favorite episode yet, though. Like, I, I really, I really, really liked the, um, the what if Earth, the Avengers never formed. Oh, I okay. thought, like, I don't know why, like that one really, really, it's different, yeah, because it's it was different. You know what I'm saying? Like the Doctor Strange one was good as well. Obviously, folks, this has been out for way, way, way long, so this is not a spoiler break yeah, or, you know, or listen, anything this like is that. What if I, and, and I'm only going to talk about the episode five because that's what I know. Um. That being said, like, yeah, no, all of them have been good. Um, the Chichala one, every time I hear that voice, man, I'm so glad that he, he helped out for the uh, for the series. Um, it still bumps me out. Every, oh, every time I think about out. it, man, just chat with Bozeman. Ugh, that one hurts. No, I agree, man. But, I mean, it it's it's really good. It is really, really good. Like, I, I didn't know what to expect from it. Like, I knew it was canon, so I knew eventually I was going to have to watch it. It was kind of one of those things. And mm-hmm. and with Doctor Strange getting closer, I'm like, okay, I need to at least watch through the Doctor Strange episode. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was yeah. episode four. <laughs> you you got to get through Doctor Strange just at, to know kind least, of what's going on. At, yeah. And, and then... And then there's been pictures of what looks like the zombies. So I'm like, okay, the next episode's the zombies. I gotta watch that one too. I gotta make sure I watch the zombie episode. Um, but yeah, no, I'm in. I'm in, man. Um, <laughs> usually after we're done recording and editing, I can't go to bed right away. Like it takes me like a minute to like wind down. So right. I'm probably gonna watch episode six. Um, <laughs> just, just, just do it. Just, yeah, I'll probably watch the next episode. Um, I forget which one it is. I think it's, I think it's Thor being an only child. Um, oh. <laughs> so I'm kind of intrigued by that one. Um, but I'm like I said, man. It's it's a good show. If you haven't watched it yet, I mean, it's different. It's it's different. But I like it. I think it's actually really good. And it's it's seemingly gonna have tie-ins to the real MCU. Like not not only the real MCU because this is real MCU, but like live action MCU. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah not like cartoons because everything here not is cartoons. Cartoon. But it's gonna tie into the big time MCU, the the movies, the TV shows, the. Everything that they got going on, like it, it looks like everything's really coming together, especially especially, especially in Multiverse of Madness. So we'll definitely see what's what's going with that. Super super excited times, man! Definitely looking forward to watching that episode after I uh, edit for the next like seventy five hours. <laughs> like Alex says, we're going to be a ton of editing because we love doing this, and we know that again, we are thankful for everything you guys have done. The support you guys give us is absolutely amazing. And please make sure to rate, review, subscribe, and download as always. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at This and That AM and on YouTube at This and That with AM. See you next week, everyone. If you buy from Wayfair, study hieroglyphics. <laughs>